Good morning, this too shall pass family. So grateful to be able to be with you guys again this week. Um, It's been a great week. I am super excited to share this week's topic with you guys. And I really hope that it blesses each of you. Um, Today's topic, we're going to talk about the ego. Um, Oftentimes, we inflate our ego by our accomplishments and then we inflate our ego by what people tell us our looks things that do not we do not have any control over um because ultimately all things that happen to us in life that are good come from the father and as humans we get in these places where We're like, oh, well, I did X, Y, and Z, or this is my car, or this is my house, or like, this is something I've been seeing a lot on TikTok, and it's kind of been upsetting me, but um, a lot of people are like, well, this is my house, this is my car, this is my dog. Like, no, if you're married to somebody, it becomes ours, or... In all reality, even as a single person, things are not like mine because without the Lord giving us the strength to do the things that we do, none of these things would be possible. And so a lot of the times in when I was striving to be perfect and have the perfect life, the perfect car, the perfect relationship, the perfect, just everything being perfect, I realized that that perfection was not coming from, oh, I want to glorify God, but it was to fulfill my ego. I wanted to have this reputation of, oh, her life is so perfect or, oh, you know, she's good enough. And so in when you look up the definition of the ego, it talks about it being a person's sense of self-importance. And throughout scripture, it talks about how God is... God is the one that is important, not us, not what we do, not everything that we do ultimately should reflect the father. And so one thing in psychology to you, we have this Freud, which a lot of his things have now been debunked in modern psychology. But Freud believed that the ego was created to control the the id. And so the id is when you have a child, they have all these desires. They want what they want when they want it. And if they don't get it, they throw temper tantrums. Well, the ego was come was created or supposedly created to control that. And so the ego was supposed to control the id on a level of societal expectations, societal norms. It's not okay to throw a temper tantrum when you want something and don't get it. Or it's not okay to just take somebody's ice cream sitting on the couch like different things control those childlike impulses is what the ego was created for and ultimately today we have such inflated egos whether we put football players and celebrities on such a pedestal and then we put people that basically just people we put people on a pedestal as if we're not all human we're not all imperfect people 
And we often expect the people that are around us, whether that's our family, our partners, our loved ones, our friends, we expected those people to never to make a mistake or never hurt us. And whether that be intentional or unintentional hurt. And often when we expect this level of perfection from people, they tend to crumble under these expectations. And they tend to exact, it puts so much pressure on them. And so this is why, you know, Bible tells us often, glory not in yourself, but boast in the Lord. And a couple of scriptures that I wanted to bring out that kind of relate to this, um, that I thought were good was one is Philippians two and three. So it says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. So in this, um, we're talking about how we should, when we put people before ourselves, we're putting them, their concerns before us. So like, for example, if you have a friend who's struggling and you are able to help them, you help them. You don't push them down further. You don't judge them. You don't make them feel bad about who they, how they act or what they're doing or what's going on in their life. You help them. And oftentimes people look at helping others as a disservice to oneself. No, when you're truly looking at and trying to live like Christ, you're ultimately going to serve others. And in serving others, you're deepening your relationship with him. And then you're ultimately making disciples for the kingdom, which is our ultimate goal as humans. Um, and I know for myself, a lot of the times I forget that helping others is also a blessing because when you're looking at the way that world is shaped and the way that the world is set up right now you have to depend on other people like we were not meant we were not created to be to live in silos and even in america today the country has become so divisive and so siloed that it's ultimately crumbling under the pressure and you know, helping others isn't always financial. Helping others, like there was an example a couple weeks ago, I was just kind of having a bad day. And, you know, a couple of my classmates were talking about how the textbook chapter we had to read for class that day, they just weren't getting it. And so it was something that I understood. I think it was statistics. And so it was something that I understood on a deeper level. And I was like, well, I can make little kind of like cheat sheets or whatever, not cheat sheets, but kind of little guides that breaks down the concepts into more of uh, one-on-one, more understandable terms and digestible information. And so doing that, a lot of the people were like so grateful that I did that. But for me, it was something so little and so... You know, I'm not saying that to boast in myself. I'm not saying that, you know, all of that in that sense. But it was so little, but it made a world of difference in their lives because they were able to digest the information that we needed for class. And ultimately, the class discussion that day was able to be more profound because we understood what was going on. 
And so in those seasons, it's kind of hard to think about the little blessings too. Like it's not always... And one thing also, if you're going to bless somebody, you don't have to post it on social media. You don't have to publicize it. You don't have to do anything. I feel like that's where the ego comes in. Oh, I want to see, I want people to see what I did for this person. Or, and even if it's just, a lot of the times you don't even have to remind people about the things that they do. If you, honestly, if somebody does something for me, I'm not going to forget it ever. And ultimately we've become so transactional that if I do something for you then that means you owe me no ultimately I count it a blessing that I'm able to help somebody else in whatever shape way shape or form that is part of the reason that I chose to go into the field I chose to go into um because of being able to help people work through their concerns and work through their way of dealing with societal pressures and family pressures and things like that to ultimately live a more satisfied and fulfilled life. And when you're looking out for the best interest of others and when you're looking to do things for others, it brings the heart of the Lord joy. And because ultimately, scripture also tells us to bear one another's burdens. And Loving others is the way that Christ is known. A lot, like I was looking at the church shooting um, this week and everyone's talking about how, why was, everybody's talking about the football game, the Super Bowl, but nobody's talking about the church shooting. And it's like, what does the world come to? Like all of our money that's printed in the United States still says in God we trust. But I don't see how in God we trust is still even relevant to the way that our government or the way that our country is ran right now. Because ultimately love starts at home. So I think that rather than a lot of us are focused on how do we make systemic change. But systemic change starts at a local level. And that means advocating for your brother and sister that you see every day you know scripture also says that how can you love god but hate your brother or hate your sister and we often forget about you know we gossip about people we judge people and you know notice i'm not saying you or they or anything like that i'm saying we because i'm also included in this um But I think that when you come to the realization and the acknowledgement of yourself and the way the roles that you play in it, once you take accountability for those actions and ultimately do what you have to do to change them, that's where systemic change is going to come from. But where we lack accountability, we lack control of our egos, we lack control of living for ourselves then ultimately we have become just like Satan did when he fell from heaven. So everybody talked about how Satan got kicked out of heaven and things like that. But why? It was because Satan wanted to exalt himself above God, which in turn, 
he was inflating his ego and therefore now we have the chaos that is going on in the world around us and I see this even within like myself you know not even just in trying to strive to be perfect but in striving to try to save other people and I'm like that's not my job having the capacity the knowledge or the belief that I can save others from themselves or I can save others from the things that they're going through is ultimately ways in which I see my ego being inflated but as I go to the cross and as I go to God about it I'm like God you know this is not me I can't do it and that there has to be that level of humility to understand that the God we serve is sovereign that ultimately he knows what's best for everybody including me like he knows what's best for me even though I have plans and dreams and goals but if those plans dreams and goals aren't surrendered unto the mighty hands of God then they're not going to work out the way that I want them to or they're not going to work out at all and ultimately my life has already been predestined and pre-planned and so the way that my life is going to go is based off of the way, the desired plan and will of God that he has over my life and the purpose he's given me. Yes, I can do take steps and accomplish in ways and set myself apart and diversify myself. But ultimately, there are doors that my education can't get me in. There are doors that my knowledge can't get me in. But there are doors that God can open for me that... No man can shut. No matter how ultimately God calls the unqualified to let his glory shine and let his glory be revealed through them. And then when we neglect to acknowledge that point, we neglect to acknowledge the existence of God. And the way that he works in our lives. And scripture also says that he's a jealous God. And so when you exalt something above him. It's going to be taken away regardless, whatever that be, whether that be having a house, whether that be having a vehicle, whether that be your spouse, whether that be your education, whatever you exalt before God is ultimately going to be taken away. And so there are a couple more scriptures that I wanted to bring out. Um, The next one is Proverbs 16 and 18. Um, So Proverbs 16 and 18 says, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better, and then verse 19 says, better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. So it's better to be humble than to be prideful is basically what this is saying. Um, and then you have Galatians 2 and 20. I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So this just kind of reverts back to what I've been saying, that when we live for Christ, he's going to be exalted. And that is our ultimate purpose, and the reason we were created was to live a life for Christ and to live a life of service for him. And 
that was the last one I had. Uh, just, I pray that you all were able to get something out of this because ultimately we are called to live a life for God and our life for service to others and one another. And ultimately there's a question that is, I'm going to leave you all with is how are we supposed to change the narrative that people have about Christianity if we don't change the way that we present Christianity to one another. Alrighty. I hope that you all have a blessed week and I look forward to reading your comments and your concerns. Um, And then, yeah, I will also drop the email if you want to have any questions or concerns in the show notes. But yes, I hope that you all have a blessed week and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And honestly, this this time I spend with you guys is one of the highlights of my week. And so, so grateful for each and every one of you. And yeah, y'all be blessed.